What? Yeah. No, I'm... Yeah, I'm behaving myself. I'm, no, I'm not playing in abandoned buildings. What? Again? Now. I suppose you had those people follow me again. Fine. Hey. This is Jimmy Farrell from Monty and the Farrell, and I want to thank all our subscribers. We have now passed 14,000 on our YouTube channel. But I want to ask our subscribers to take the next step for us and become a full-fledged member of Monty and the Pharaoh. Yeah, that's right, folks. There's three different levels to choose from. There's free shirts. There's free autographs. Just check it out and become a member of Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh. Later. Welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast, Monty Nefaro, only seen here out of Indie Music TV. Little shout out to people who are out there. A mess in the house. Matthew, good to see you. RJ, great to see you. Luce, Roy, who else we got here? Uh, we got Little Patty uh, and The Outsider, and not to mention the first lady of pro wrestling, Miss Maria Davis whose loyalty to this show is un... What's a good word for... Immeasurable. Immeasurable. I like that. Sure. We'll go with that, Farrow. Hey, Maria. Thank you, Maria, and thank you all for joining yes. us. What is up? Farrow. What up? Real quick. What up? Jared. <laughs> How are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Good. How'd you like Valentine? He was pretty, uh, pretty was... cool, right? Yeah, that was great. It was all right, Jared. Can you, you've been doing this for a little bit now? Can you can you really tell when a wrestler wrestler walks in here? Because my friend, that was a wrestler wrestler who walked in here. No, I mean they're all just like huge. <laughs> they're all just huge. Yeah, no, okay, okay, that, I can see that, that. That is a wrestler wrestler. That for is sure. a wrestler wrestler. Yeah. Yep. So snake bites toddler, and the two two year old keeps biting back until the snake dies. What? Snake bites toddler, two-year-old, keeps biting back until snake dies. A two-year-old girl in Turkey killed the snake by biting it to death Wait. after the snake reportedly attacked her lip. Wait a the minute. incident happened in a village of Kantar in the city of eastern Turkey. Okay. And, uh, you know, <laughs> fighting back after a snake gets you. What do you think? The, the, the picture that we put up, though, that's not the toddler that bit the snake to death, is it? It doesn't look like she's from India. It is? It is. There she is. She's so from, you were wrong. She, she's from India? Wow. She doesn't get too much. That's interesting. She bit the snake to death. For real. How many times did she bite the snake? Do they have the amount of time she bit the snake? Enough to kill it. What, is it, doesn't she catch something from biting the snake? Don't they have to give her a shot of some kind? Why? Because she might have drank some venom or something like that? I mean, where did she bite this snake? 
Now, what kind of snake is this that it takes a beating from a two-year-old? This is not a very tough snake. <laughs> I'm serious. What's wow. up? What, you sure it wasn't a Gartner snake? I mean, what? I don't think so. What kind of snake was this? Well, it looks poisonous to me. That snake looks poisonous, but is that the snake? I, I highly if doubt If that's this. a toddler, that this, must be the snake. This photo that must has be been. out of the news. How did that toddler kick the shit out of that snake? I would like to see a video. Is there a video? Do have a video of this? I don't see You know how many video. views that would get on YouTube? Kid bites snake. Kid destroys destroy snake with teeth. Could be. That, that's millions of views. Could be. Where to go there, kid? So Feel bad for the snake, A little though. news on Vincent Kennedy <laughs> McMahon, all that hush money that's been handed out, all of a sudden has been quiet down because now they found out that report <laughs> backs up claims unreported Vince McMahon payments were to Donald Trump. <laughs> Vince McMahon has retired from the WWE seemingly because of mounting allegations made against him. Right. Those allegations began with a report that the chairman paid a former WWE paralegal hush money. We all know this, right? Yeah, yeah. But little do we find out, which isn't the the exciting news that everybody wanted to share. Five million <laughs> of it bad. went to the Trump Foundation. <laughs> right. The latest claim, courtesy of WrestleNomics, seemingly highlighted additional $5 million paid to Vince McMahon to Donald Trump. Right. Thoughts on that? Oh, I don't really have any thoughts other than when are you guys going to leave Vince the fuck alone? What is this? What's the be? Wow, what a shock. He's connected to Donald Trump. Didn't Linda serve on the cabinet? What kind of revelations are these? Stop looking for shit where you ain't going to find it. It's like, I don't know. I just don't. I just, I just, I just don't, laugh at this shit. I don't understand why all of a sudden the news isn't flying out about this. It's like kind of just hush hush. Oh, uh, if that five million was handed to Trish Stratus, oh forget it. It would be all over the place. It'd be all over the place. And everybody would be reporting. And what does the Wall Street Journal get off anyway? What is the Wall Street Journal's role in all of this? I mean, trying to uncover dirt. Is that what they, the Wall Street they Journal? That's what they do. That's what they do. Why don't that's they just they walk onto the floor any given day? They'll find plenty of it, I'm sure. Oh, God, I better shut up now before I disappear. And anyway. to, to the right is the star of the show, Mr. Jimmy Farrow. Jimmy, your thoughts on the Greg Valentine interview? Oh, well, Greg Valentine. You know, wasn't he, like, all chipper? He was. Greg right. Valentine was in a really uppity mood. I, I kind of liked it, you know? Usually, and Greg's always been cool every time we've met him. But Greg's usually got this one speed. Greg up the ante, you know? And, and it was funny. Did I tell you? What I asked him, I said, do you remember the first time you came to see us? And he was like, yeah, shorts, not a good look. And I'm like, what? Did you know that that interview with us haunted him? I had no idea. He was haunted by that. First of all, he didn't realize that we're not some fly-by-night schleps that all of a sudden, afterwards, he realized, shit, they're sure. on cable. Shit, they've got thousands of subscribers. Shit, they're worldwide. They're on the dirt sheets. Oh, shit, I'm wearing shorts. I look like I just came off the beach. Still, when I it watch that video, I'm years. always expecting like his penis just to fall right out of those shorts. <laughs> I, a, I swear. All, it was a Because he's got lot, legs wide open at a lot of points so, in that so video. So, basically, the hammer would have had a whole new meaning. It would have had a whole look new meaning. Look what just flopped out of the toolbox. We would like to thank the <laughs> band that sings a theme song for Monty Nefaro and Jimmy Farrow, along with his partner, Mark <clears throat> Riggs. Make up the band, Wisteria Hall. Wisteria Hall sings such great songs as In My Dreams, This Life, Not a Far Behind. Here Comes a Rain. You can find their music on the Wisteria Hall YouTube page. How am I supposed to get the Bartman thing in when you go that quickly? Well, let me slow it down. Jimmy Farrow, along with his partner, <laughs> Bart Griggs, <clears throat> make up the band, Wisteria Hall. Bartman! Thank you. 
Thank you. They make up some great songs. <laughs> in my dreams, this life, not far behind. Here comes the rain. You can find their music on the Wisteria Hall YouTube page where you find hit that it. like and subscribe. Yes. Listen to them on Spotify, Apple Music, or yeah. download their music at Reverb Nation. You were just telling me before the show. You want to tell the fans what's yeah. going on there? Well, we we just got back in touch with our producer. He, he you know he done work on our our last record, and he's part of Camp Kramer, Eddie Kramer. Um, he just moved from Canada to uh, he came to America. Our producer is now in America. He's in America. He's now an American. Yes, and he's gonna. I think he's down south someplace. So we just touched base, and we're getting ready to do a whole bunch of new tunes. So stay tuned, folks. RJ says that Valentine was a good interview. Thank you, thank you, thanks, RJ. Yep. Valentine was awesome. You know, you still I love just, him as much as you did three yeah, years ago? Yeah, I think I love him more. No, jeez. Good, old, good old Greg. Maybe I could clip myself <laughs> with the microphone. <laughs> Monty, if you didn't wait know, a minute, is there a cloth on that? If, like the AW ramps? Yeah, there you go. Oh, there you go. If, You're if safe. you didn't know, you are watching Long Island's number one pro wrestle broadcast, Monty DeFaro. You can catch Monty DeFaro on the Monty DeFaro YouTube page where we have over 2 million views. And for us, we think that is incredible, right? I mean, who I would have expected it no. at, at this point, right? Yeah, I mean, it's craziness. And thanks to the support from everybody. You yes. can catch Monty DeFaro on the Facebook Live, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, and the Monty DeFaro Twitch TV page. Catch us in New York, Channel 115 every Tuesday at 9.30 and Saturday at 11.30. Channel 20 at Tuesday, 1 a.m., and, you know, on Saturday, we're up against... Well, the contracts have been signed. Okay. We pulled this off. Very uh, good. There you, may be you've done it. change in time slots. What? Know. You yes. know how I get about this. I know. What do you mean? I haven't officially gotten a word yet. Okay. But, uh, you know, there could be change in time slots. Okay. And uh, okay. we'll be right back in what oh. we're calling, if you could turn back time. What would you do if you could turn back time? Uh, probably sleep more. Jesus Christ. I'm tired. See you in a second. <laughs> the Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word. California wine, New York attitude, good fucking wine. Yeah. M&J Video Games and Collectibles. Sport and non-sport cards... Wrestling items, autographed items. We buy, sell, and trade. M&J Video Games and Collectibles, located at 1049 Queen Street, Southington, Connecticut. Call us at 1-860-479-9223 or 860-93-GAMES. M&J Video Games and Collectibles. And Nitro's Garage for all your automotive needs. Call 646-675-2349. That's 646-675-2349. For all your automotive needs, Nitro's Garage. Ask for Jack. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, only seen here out of Indie Music TV. Um... Jimmy, real quick, I wanted to tell you something. Just stay right there a second. Stay right reading here. Reading something. Could you imagine like, if I left? Like people are asking Maria to yeah. start her own, uh, start her own podcast. That would be a great idea. The first lady of wrestling podcast. Interesting. On the Monty and the Faro Network. I was about to say I know what network. We, Maria, we should know. really talk about yeah. that. Um, so, eighty oh. percent. Of the WrestleMania, 39 <laughs> tickets are sold out. The event yeah. will still 
seven well, more than seven months away, but WrestleMania has become such a spectacle. It's pretty much discussed year-round at this point. The WWE held a launch party, and 80% of the tickets just are now it's sold. just amazing. 90,000 tickets in 24 hours. <laughs> oh, yeah. WWE's really in trouble, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's good news. Not surprised. Do you think it's because it's everybody's Bowl. expecting The Rock, Roman Reigns? But you know what? I'm going to go with no. Wow. I'm going to go with it's the Super Bowl. Doesn't matter. Of professional wrestling. Doesn't matter what the card is. It's what number are we up to? 39. I would think it's established by now. You know what I mean? I mean, the Super Bowl's up to what? 52, 53, 54, wherever it is. It's, right. in, a, it's in the low 50 somewhere right now. Right. Look, this is established, folks. You know, much to the, uh, you know, grimacing of the indie uh, crowd. Too bad. It's the Super Bowl of pro wrestling, and rightfully so. It hey, has Jared, ES ESO says you my know. mic's a little low. Pump them up. Pump them up. Good. It sounds good? Yeah. All right. They're just saying it's low. I'm just asking. Okay. Wow, you don't have to get all angry. Just wanted to make no, sure. No, he was willing to come over here and fix it live on film. Now, that's a, that's a live guy. Live on camera. Is it me? Is it my setup? It sounds okay, right? All right, cool. Okay, okay. All right, so back to, so it doesn't matter what the car is. I don't think it does. I think WrestleMania is the Super Bowl of wrestling, and it's established itself. It, it has for years. I'm not surprised at all at this. Not at all. Didn't they have over 100,000 not that long ago in Dallas? A few years back or whatever, they broke a record. I mean, stop. But, you know, if guys, you were going to get tickets for it, is your expectation Reigns, Rock, and then are you disappointed if that's not the main No, event? I'm not because I'm going to WrestleMania. Don't you, you, you see what I understand I'm where you're getting, I'm yeah. going to WrestleMania. I'm going to see some great crap. I'm going to see stuff that's probably going to be talked about for years and years and years. So look, I've been to a few SummerSlams, and I, they always had things that are still being talked about for years and years and years. You're going to a major event from the most major company. It's a major thing. It's a major card. So now... Do I think that this is the year we do get the Rock and Roman Reigns? I'm pretty damn sure it is. We've been talking about this for how many years now? This has to happen. It can't go much longer, can it? Mm. You know? I mean, I'm thinking about the Rock's age, too, and his ability to perform in the ring at the way the Rock expects himself to. So I can't see this waiting much longer if it's going to happen. If it's going to happen. Right? No, can't. You know? He can't. Uh, Roy Batista is bringing up Punk Moxley, AEW, last night. Yeah. Thoughts on that whole exchange? I loved the exchange on the mic. I thought that the brawl was weak, but that's me. I mean, of course, it was the classic pull them apart and, oh, let me at him, let me at him. I just felt that the promos were so good that the brawl didn't match the promos. That's pretty much it. That's my take on it. You know, I loved a few of the lines that CM Punk delivered, telling Moxley you're always the third wheel, it seems. Which that was that was that was nice. That was rough. Do you think? You know? Do you think that punk, was a shield did shot? Did Punk outshine uh, Moxley again? I don't feel that he did though, because I feel that John, you know, held his own pretty damn good. I thought I thought he did fine. You know, Punk had a couple of very memorable lines though, and that's the CM Punk's uh, credit. CM Punk uh, can shoot from the hip like basically nobody. Let's be fair; he's very good at it. He's he's a he's a natural sure. at just running his mouth. That's what's made him famous. Absolutely, you know, is is being able to fucking run his mouth. I thought Moxley played the perfect uh, psycho tough guy. You know, um, how about the cursing? What do you think about the cursing? <sighs> I think that it's ruining whatever they're trying to do. Right, okay. uh, you know, I think okay. we discussed Howard Stern. Mm -hmm. 
terrestrial radio. He'd he was, always dance around the cursing when he was on K Rock, which was enjoyable. Right now he's not. You know he's not. He's on serious radio right. and he curses, and it's right. lost its effect. I can see. That. I think if you drop enough shit bombs, right. it's like okay, right. and you know, right. You know what they always say, right? Mom and dad always said, you know, cursing is because it shows a lack of intelligence, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Lacks of artistic mm -hmm, ability. Mm -hmm. So, Was the attitude ever infested with four-letter words? No, not at all. There you go. There, there, in fact, there were none. That, there you go. There's the whole point. There's the whole point of that, you know. If you're going to do it once in a while, make it count. But I don't think it's that necessary to do it all. That's my take on that, you know, and as far as uh, are you looking forward to the fact that they're fighting on free television? I think that's not that's not bad. We'll talk about that in a minute because okay. I got a really good Fair point enough. on that. Um, All right. Pro Wrestling uh, News came out that Sylvester Stallone is thanking Pro Wrestling for shaping his approach to writing Hollywood scripts. Wow. The Hollywood veteran has been a longtime fan dating back to the days of Bruno Sammartino, Sylvester Stallone on Pro Wrestling. I hear people say it's not real. Really, gravity is real. Jumping off the top rope and having a 300 pounds landing on you, now that's real. Thoughts on Sylvester Stallone giving pro wrestling love? Well, not surprised. I mean, Sylvester Stallone's always been a contact of action hero, boxing, you know, badass kind of guy. Gave Hulk Hogan exposure in Rocky III. Um, I love Sylvester Stallone. I think he's the greatest. Now, I understand he's making a new movie or something like that, so he'll be back again as an action hero. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Sylvester Stallone's kind of timeless. I mean, he's one of the biggest stars of my generation, and because of his longevity and his staying power, multiple generations, you know? Right. He's almost like the Hulk Hogan of movies. <laughs> if, you, if you start thinking about it, he kind of is. It's funny. You know, I was Rambo shocked when I heard that story that Hogan yeah. said that Vince Sr., said if you do the movie you're out yeah what a mistake that, i i that just proves Vin, it. that's that's it, gonna go back to the, it proves the, that finn senior didn't see entertainment in the in his presentation it was more sport that's what it proves to me you know he didn't see that the, the need for that well, Vince, meanwhile, Jr. was like, oh, my God, what are you doing? Well, this it, is... it kind of hooks into what we're yeah. going to talk about. Mm -hmm. We're talking about turning back time and if things yeah. were different, okay. how the things would but uh, how things would end up. But okay. let's open air. Here's from the theme of the star, uh, of our show, Turn Back Time. Last night, you just brought up, right. AEW pulled the trigger, and they're giving Punk and Moxley. Okay. On free TV. On free TV. Right, right. Thoughts? I like it. I like it. I, I think it's how could you like it when you said that putting Hogan against Goldberg and I agreed with you well, on free they, TV. I thought that was great. You thought you thought that was fine. I, I was to me it was few, a mistake. I was one of the few who thought it was great. I thought it was great. You know why? Because I ran to the television that night. Look, right. if this had been on pay per view, I'm not so sure I would have. I might have dropped the money. But there was something about the excitement of this. I liked the fact that it was on live television. They didn't even give it time to breathe. J.J. Dillon came out and he said, on Nitro, this is a Thursday, right. this Monday, right. you're right. getting this. Do you, do this is the same thing that's happening here. Uh, I don't think it's the same thing at all because I don't think that AEW is WCW in 1998. No. Number one. No. Number two, I don't think that John Moxley and CM Punk are Hulk Hogan and Goldberg. That's number two. That's fair. Okay. Number three. 
that match, this match coming up this week, will not be in front of 40,000-plus people in the Georgia Dome. Right. That's three. Good. Number four, neither one of these guys are dealing with a legendary undefeated streak. Can he maintain it? Against the greatest wrestler of all time, Hulk Hogan. Right. And number five, there ain't going to be anyone in that commentary booth. Yeah, you too, JR. That's going to be going, when he picks him up, this place is going to go crazy. Meaning Bobby the Brain Heenan as Goldberg, Jack Hammond, Hulk Hogan. <clears throat> Not even close. This, by the way, that match is still one of my fondest memories of the Monday Night Wars. Okay. I loved the live out of nowhere, here we go, Hogan, Goldberg. Do you know what the water cooler was like that day at work with the wrestling fans? But you got we the, were going you nuts. I don't we're going to see Hogan and Goldberg all tonight you did on Nitro. Was get a, some more WWE fans come over and watch that match. Yeah, right? well, wasn't that the Isn't point? this about making money? I think that at this point, that was made to keep fans on the program. I think they felt that something is happening here, and we've got to do something. So let's talk about AEW. Now you're putting your two top talents. Right. On a free match. You know why they're doing it. Okay, but guess what? They're doing it what because if, Triple what, H, they feel Triple what H if, now. They're if, going, oh, shit. What if we you get 900,000 people watching <laughs> again? What does that mean? That means that... What does that mean for your that, pay-per-view? But here was the difference, at least with the Hogan-Goldberg thing. The ratings proved to be great that night, you know? And it, it was legendary and stuff, and it didn't do anything to hurt their, their bigger picture. In my opinion, it didn't do anything to hurt their bigger picture. I mean, look at some of the pay-per-view matches that they did offer to us that particular year. Halloween Havoc... Hogan Warrior with the flamethrowing thing? Right. I mean, please, I would rather have the Monday Nitro Goldberg Hogan thing. That was just fucking fine, you know? Um, I don't see... RJ, don't... RJ says a really good point. Yeah. And maybe this could happen. What do you got? The only way to save the match is to have MJF return and lay both of them out. Wow. And then oh, make wowsy, it a three-way wow. for the pay-per-view. That, see, now that's wonderful. That's, that's good writing. great writing. Then it Props makes sense, to RJ. Totally agree. Props totally to agree. That. Yep, yep, that would be great. Where is MJF? Is he ready to come back? I have. No I feel idea. him. I feel like he's nearby. You, you do feel. It's coming I now? feel like it's coming any second. Time to pull the trigger, right? I th- well, it's been time to pull the trigger, but I think that you know, to MJF's credit, the second he reappears, it'll be like time stood still. And everybody, whatever MJF supporters there are, are all going to be like, oh, my God, he's back. This is great. Who cares? All right. Well, well, part of the theme here is turning back time. So we're going to discuss a few events. And we'll probably go into other events that aren't even scripted. Okay. What would have happened if? So you opened up first. Before we hit the first subject, you opened up with, we talked about Hogan. Yeah. Being told by Vince Jr. Yeah. Senior. Sorry. That you can't do the Sylvester Stallone Rocky Three movie. Right, right. All right. Say Hogan goes, okay, Vince, I don't want to. What happens next? Oh, dude, we could sit here for hours and speculate on that. I don't know what happens next. I really can't I can't think of anything else that could have happened. Who was going to take? Maybe Hogan still becomes that guy. You know, Hogan does He just doesn't have Rocky Three. Maybe Ho- he still becomes Hogan's that guy. a bad guy. I know. He doesn't go to the AWA and become, because he starts the AWA as a bad guy. And the, and the movie makes him into a, a monster face. So maybe the explosion of wrestling never even happens. It, probably, it might not ever even happen. The only other thing, and you mentioned it the other week, maybe Sergeant Slaughter becomes an American hero. 
and goes from a bad guy to Captain America somehow. But I can't see any of this happening. It's it's like it, it, it's, you can't it see had the, to happen the way it happened. It was fate. We're actually playing with fate. Right I, now. I understand, but and this, I don't know you what know, you're doing. With that. As much as we love Vince McMahon, right. I gotta say Vince has been more luckier than good. Vince has been smart to take advantage of circumstances as they change. That's Vince's greatest gift. Vince is a changeling. Vince can adapt and If you change. think about all the things that have happened in time, mm-hmm. a lot of them just happen because. Yeah. Yes. And that's what I talk about lucky. What if Vern Gagne is smart enough to share merchandising with Hulk Hogan? Sure. We could be here all day with this. But do you understand my the point? The AWA Goldberg, would be today's WWE. Goldberg, I don't, Goldberg was made by Bischoff, right? right? Mm-hmm. This wasn't an accident. No. It was a creation. It was. John Cena wasn't a creation, right? John Cena was on... It's been documented. He was on the outs. Stephanie right. McMahon happened to walk up one day when a dude was rapping and right. bing. Right. But again, right. Goldberg was made. Right. Austin wasn't made. Austin nope. happened. Nope. Right. So let's let's open up with this one. Graham is the world champion. 1977, 78. And yeah. he goes to Vince and says, look, turn me face. The fans love me. We could get a little extension out of mm-hmm. that. What if mm-hmm. Vince Sr. said, forget about Backlund, right. let's do it. What happens next? <clears throat> well, does everything else stay the same in the timeline except just not Backlund? Does the, does the timeline stay the same? Because this is what I think happens. And this is odd because it ties into our boy, like who didn't possibly do Rocky Three. Superstar Graham turns into mm. a good guy, sells out the garden. It's 1978. Here comes 1979. They keep the belt on him because they keep the belt on good guys, don't they? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Isn't that what they did back in the day? They could hold the belt forever. Bruno held it. Pedro held it. Okay. Bruno held it. Okay. So Graham turns. About 1980, Graham is about almost three years into his reign when Freddie Blassie brings out Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan is a bad guy, beats Billy Graham for the belt. Hulk Hogan is a bad guy, becomes for the next 10 years the WWE's version of Ric Flair. A bad guy with a championship belt. Not mm. Ric Flair, but uh, the bad guy with a championship belt. Right. He becomes the face of the WWF for the rest of the decade as a bad guy. But eventually, maybe he turns. And who causes him to turn? In 1985 or 6 or whatever year he, he comes in, this new guy from the other territory, this, this Randy Savage guy. This could all have changed, turned completely different. But again, I kind of like what I just thought. uh, It is, but it's kind of again. But nothing leads to the ultimate WrestleMania. No, no, I don't know what would lead to WrestleMania. Guys, you're asking about Marty. I spoke to Marty Marty. on Tuesday. Um, Unfortunately, I had to put my dog down. I was on my home way for work, and Marty called just to check in. And uh, you know, I told him how to put my dog down. But Marty seems to be in very good spirits, so um, that's good news um, for everybody. All right, so let's do this. David Von Erich doesn't pass away in Japan. What happens? Well, I'm not so sure Ric Flair would have had such a, uh, a headlock. Talk, that's another lucky yeah. guy. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. Magnum TA, uh, yep. David Von Erich. Yep. The list is long, yep. right? Yep. I always felt that David Von Erich was just amazing, and I never even got to watch the damn guy. Right. I, I lived vicariously with his career through wrestling magazines, but I knew, just looking at him, I'm like, oh, man, this guy has such it factor. David Von Erich would have been a world champion for probably a good couple of years out of those 80s when Ric Flair was. He definitely would have. He definitely, definitely would have. Would have changed think, a lot I of things. I think you don't see 
Rick Flair just goes into the sunset and he just becomes like a mid-level player. That right? I can't see. Uh, I can't never see Rick Flair becoming a mid-level player because of You know what I mean, just like a role player, you know what I mean? Well, it, I think he becomes a world champion, but I don't think he becomes the 16-time world champion. There's a big difference. Flair, you see, it's Flair's longevity combined with all those reigns during that longevity that make Ric Flair the man to right. me. You know what I mean? As far as his NWA, WCW uh, stuff. So, but I think David Von Erich would have held that belt several times during uh, the rest of his career, and Rick might have not been the 16-time champion. It might have been like a 12-time champion, you know. And John Cena would have the record all to himself, and that would be wrong. Yep, that is in your mind. (laughs) I want to thank you all for the well wishes about, uh, you know, my dog and my family. We have, you know, we've always taken care of dogs. We've had five at one time, and they've passed. I got to tell you, it's not, for me personally, it's like all that great stuff, it's like almost all forgotten when it becomes the end. Yep. yep. But, you know, again. Uh, there's a cat guy. I, I get it. Yeah. You, you know the deal. I, and I had a dog. I had one dog in my life. This dog appeared on my front porch at the age of 30 on my birthday. Wow. And I was like, what are you doing here? That dog turned. It was my only dog because my parents went into dogs. Right. So I had this wonderful dog. And I can only imagine what you're going through. Uh it's the worst. It's the worst. But they give you so many great memories, don't they? I mean, they really do. Yeah, it's just, you know, you know what? Death, they really as, do. You know, death death is, just sucks. It, it sucks. It, it does. It, it, it really It's not like there's it a choice. It really sucks. I mean. It sucks. Ugh. Um, Jay Will says, what if WCW had re-signed Steve Austin? Wow. What would they have done with him, though? I mean, if they had re-signed Steve Austin, is he somehow breaking that fucking glass no, ceiling not. over there? No, he's, he's not. He's not. So that Steve Austin remains Hollywood blonde. Okay. Does WCW win the war now? Because they... How do, do you think the WWF could have still toppled WCW with The Rock, Undertaker, Mankind, DX? But do you think they could have? Now, you got to remember something. I so we still talk feel about like creations. The Rock That's is weird, a WWE but... creation, right? Right, right? So regardless if he right. didn't do well when he started off as a face, mm-hmm. they knew well enough to turn him into a heel. Right. And it right. worked. Right. So does it mean that because Austin's not here, you don't have the Vince McMahon thing? No, you don't. Um, you don't. But I don't necessarily think... That I don't necessarily means that WCW wins I don't think the so. war. I actually don't think so. I don't either. I think that there was enough ammunition on that roster between Foley and Undertaker. Absolutely. And, and so many others, DX and all the Dudley boys, everybody he was Vince was bringing in, I think they still would have won. All right, so here's a question. You know. What if they don't screw Bret Hart and let Bret Hart just turn in the title to Vince McMahon the following night after Montreal? Nothing changes. Really? Nothing changes. That I disagree with. Well, I'll tell you why I don't think nothing changes. Because when they did the screw job, Bret Hart went to WCW and accomplished nothing. Right. When they did the screw job, Shawn Michaels became the champion and wound up quickly not keeping it for very long because Austin was right around the corner. Okay. That's why, to me, nothing changes. Stay with me. Bret Hart was leaving. Gotcha. No matter what. It makes a lot of leaving. sense. Yes. He's riding WCW in, uh, in right. the air. Right. He's leaving. Right. We all know what happened. They couldn't wait for him to get there so they could scrub him because Hogan hates him and the rest of them hate him. He was not going to friendly fire. He was going to very unfriendly fire. Fair enough. Okay, so I don't think anything changes for Brett. I get you on the Brett thing. Yeah. I don't Nothing think anything changes, changes there. for Brett. Yep. And as far as, you know, 
if Brett, he's giving up the title, Austin was still going to do his thing. He was in the process of doing his thing. It was going to happen. So I don't feel like that much changes. You don't get Mr. McMahon, though. Brett screwed Brett was the start of that character. This is true, but don't forget, though, that Vince went down to, I think it was Smoky Mountain, in preparation for his character no matter what. Yeah, but that would, no. But Did that, you ever see those, those Yeah, but that things? was after the Brett screwed Brett thing, right? I believe that Vince McMahon was going to insert himself at some point into the show. Okay. That it was a matter of time, if you understand what I'm saying. I do believe that that was going to happen whether he did it to Brett or not. Maybe, maybe I could be off about that. You are right. It did spearhead that. But I do feel that with Austin becoming what he was going to become, I think McMahon would have done this anyway. Luce says you know? Brett had too, too many jealous snakes in WCW to do anything cool. That's right. That's right. It's a, it's a shame. I mean, the thing I think he's most remembered for besides Cobra kicking him in the head was when he wore the medal underneath his, uh, Jay Will, Jay Will says, what if Tony Atlas didn't have any bad habits? What if Tony Atlas didn't have any bad habits? Well, we already know that SD Jones would have had a better resume. Right. <laughs> and according to Tony. He might have been champion. According to Tony, Tony was supposed to be battling for the world heavyweight how, title. How, how about this? What if Tony Atlas was allowed to get unleashed on a microphone now that we know Tony the way we do? Very interesting. Could you imagine Tony talking the way he does now if he did, was allowed to do this back then? Holy shit. He's a pipe bomb waiting to happen. That would have been different. Hey, here's a good one. What do you got? I'm really loving this, by the way. This yeah, is pretty cool. All right, hold on. What if Barry Windham hadn't, this is from Little Patty, what if Barry Windham hadn't turned heel to join the Horsemen? Wow. I don't even know what to do with that one. Man, that's one of the, that was, that's one of the best angles ever because it's it Luger turns on Windham and then right. Windham turns on Luger. Right. It's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, wow. What yeah. if we let, leave that one alone? <laughs> I like that. I like the way that turned out. I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. Maria Davis says, I think Bret Hart would have wrestled another six years if Goldberg had, would not have ended his career. Agreed. Absolutely. He would have, you know, and, and the real shame of it is, is is that maybe he would have come back to Vince when he still could wrestle because we all know that the kick messed him up terribly and then, of course, unfortunately, he had other health problems and one thing led to another. By the time we saw Bret Hart, it was in that horrible, horrible match with Vince. Horrible. Yep. So it would have been really nice to see Brett come back and still give us some great matches before he had to stop. What if the Iron Sheik had taken Vern's money and broke Hulk Hogan's ankle? What do you think happens there as far as what Vince does? I mean, does he just leave the belt on Hogan? And say well, Sheik's were, champion. You know, so he breaks oh, his ankle, he was right? gonna, he was, Oh, you mean when he was originally trying yes. to take the title? Right. Well, Sheik is fired. Right away. That you know, right? Sheik is fired. Uh, Hogan plays an injury angle. And, but wait a minute. You know, Sheik breaks his ankle. Yeah. He's not going to let Hogan pin him. Right. So gotta, Sheik is still your champion. Hogan's going to be out. Right. And Hogan's out. What do you do? The old Jack Tunney to the rescue. You've been stripped of your title. You, what, you need a good reason? Jack Tunney no, never yeah. had a good reason. You're right. That's and Jack fair. Tunney's going to be like, due to his nefarious behavior and his horrible, unsportsmanlike conduct, right, right. the Iron Sheik has been stripped of the title. A tournament will be held. Meanwhile, Hogan's ankle's going to heal. Okay? And does Vince turn back to Backlund and give Backlund a title back? Yes, he does. Until Hogan comes and he, and he convinces Bob, you've got to put him over for me, please. You know? 
hey, look, 10 years later, Bob is getting powers, uh, whatever, jackknifed by Diesel and loses in nine seconds. I so it's possible you might have been able to get through to Bob Backlund. You know, different time though. It is a different like time. I said, this could it have been a, a lot. Well, then different. who would Bob? Okay, you put the belt back on Bob. Who's Bob going to allow to take the title? Maybe Sergeant Slaughter. I mean, who you know? So who would who would have taken the belt off Bob if Bob got the belt back due to Sheik's bad behavior? I think Slaughter is your answer. You've named him a few times. Slaughter yeah. would have to be the go-to guy. Yep. But again, the way yep. history shows it. Slaughter wasn't happy with his merchandise, and he left, right? right? Hey, so, G.I. Joe, man. Who knows? I mean, geez. Here's one. Loose, oh, well, who says this? Jason says, what if Warrior didn't get fired in 92 while in a tag team with Macho Man? I don't remember them in a tag team. Yeah, I don't either. Was this when he put uh, Vince up for ransom? Nah, this is when he came back. How many back times has he, he been fired? He's been, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I, that I, one's I a little cloudy, Jason. Been, I can't he remember fired. that. I mean, what would it really result in, though? What, Warrior and Savage go on to be a legendary tag team? Uh, yeah. Highly unlikely. I don't, yeah. How do those two would even work together? I can't even see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Macho's so meticulous, and Warrior's just running out to the ring and whatever. Ooh. Um, Let me see. That's what, weird uh, JB says, what if X-Pac didn't jump on a joint DX? Would a second version of DX have been as big if X-Pac would have stayed with WCW? Interesting because X Pac. That's a really good one. That's a great that one. That was a big. That was hey, a big. Hey, you know something? X Pac beautifully complimented that team, didn't he? He did. He's so fit. He's so fucking fit. So as as much as he didn't fit as six in the NWO, boy, did he fit in DX. Yeah, a lot of things could have changed. Maria Maria Davis says, "Do you think Vince made more money with Hogan as champ than Roman Reigns, who is currently the champ?" Well, you got to adjust finances for, for right. different time periods, but I would tend to think if you if you wound up balancing it, Hulk Hogan is still king. I, I would find it hard to believe, you know, Hogan is king. Jason says the ultimate maniac. So I remember the ultimate maniac. Yes, but I don't okay. think that kind. Of, I don't know if that changes everything. Yeah, I don't really. Loose has a good one. What yeah. if Brian Pillman never got in a Hummer wreck? I always think about what Brian Pillman could have become. I always, always feel that Brian Pillman could have been, I mean, he's legendary already. I mean, maybe not as much to you, but Brian Pillman is, is legendary with the things he managed to do in this business. I, he's a, he was an untapped potential. He really was. Right. He really, really was. He was great. Patrick says, what if Superstar Graham decided not to give the belt to Backlund? I don't think he had a choice. Bob Backlund would have twisted him, him into bookends. Yes. I, I think that would have no, been a case. No, he didn't have a choice. That would have been a case yeah. of San Martino, right. Buddy Rogers. Yeah. And what did, I, I truly and, and, believe and that. And what did Flair say also to Backlund that night? Please don't hurt don't me. Don't hurt me. Yeah, don't worry about Bob Backlund. Nobody Patrick Rowe, what beating. if superstar Billy Graham didn't give the belt? Oh, sorry. Jason says, what if the Sheik and Jim Duggan didn't get pulled over in 1998? You mean 1988? In 1988, yeah, sorry. Okay, for a second there, I thought to myself, they got pulled over twice. Um, I, does it does it eventually uh, not lead to the curtain call? Is that what they're getting at? Because that's six years before. Six year, within six years, because that, that really got into the newspapers, right? We have a good guy and a bad guy in a sport that supposedly served to the public as real. Right. And they're hanging out together, getting high and doing blow. Right. So within six years, we've got everybody hugging each other in the ring at the garden going, ah, who cares? Do you think that that's what spearheaded it? If they're not busted together, do we get the curtain call? 
think the bigger question might That's be, though, Jimmy, is does Duggan get a push and become a heavyweight champion or something? Well, like I said before, didn't he go on to be the first winner of the Royal Rumble? Yes, yeah, so I guess event? really didn't make too much of a difference. Hacksaw had a great career. Yeah. I, I did not see him becoming a world champion. Did you? No. So there you go. All right. What if WCW wins the Monday Night War? That would really have wound up. You know, it's funny. Because WWE's out of business, right? They can't afford it. They Mm -hmm. they lose that battle. Right. And WCW still travels the road they travel. Right. Right. Well, here's the... And Warner, you know, Time Warner says, goodbye. Here's the the good news about the the, the end result, the way it happened all those years ago. And it's going to sound bizarre to those people who hate Vince McMahon. But here's the good news. The moral to this story was is, is that you cannot just open your wallet and buy every goddamn wrestler because if you're dealing with someone who's always dealt with what you're stealing from them with your cash, you're probably going to lose in the end. Right. And I, and I love it because it's reminding me of what we're dealing with right now. You know, when the AEW took Jericho, and the AEW takes Punk, and AEW's going to take this guy, and AEW's going to take that guy. Go ahead, do that. Because in the end, we're going to wind up with the same result we had all those years ago. Lifers are lifers. It's not all just, I just purchase you, and that's it's that easy. So I don't think that this ever could have turned out any other way than the way it did. And if WCW had won the Monday Night Wars, we'd be looking at a business where... It just wouldn't be the wrestling business we know today. I don't think that it would be no. anywhere near as good as what we've seen it become. Big Boss Fetty you know? says, what if Harley Race took the belt to Vince and New York City and a job for life? So I'm assuming he's saying, he what if NWA he took the champion? NWA title and brought it to Vince? Well, he wouldn't have... Well, he didn't he ultimately wind up kind of having a job for life? He, he worked for Vince for many years, didn't he? At the end of his career, mm-hmm. it's not like he returned. Did he ever return back? Did he ever go back after he got done with WWE? I'm, I don't remember. I don't think so. Uh, if he had walked into the office with the NWA title and said, "I'm just going to give you my belt," I don't think that that would have ended the NWA as a business. They would have been like, "F you and whatever. We don't recognize what you did, and we're going to put our belt on someone else." What if Owen didn't fall? Good question, boss. What if Owen didn't fall? Oh, my God. Um, well, f- most importantly, Owen would be with us, which he should still be today. Uh, that's the most important thing. Um, listen, Owen was never going to, uh, to win a world title. Right. Okay? Agreed. Uh, it's, just, it's just the facts. He just wasn't going to. Was there a point early in his career where he might have had a shot at that? Yeah, maybe. I loved the program with his brother. I thought if he was ever going to have a strap put on him, it would be at the hands of his brother. Right. Beating his brother for the belt, then eventually Brett beats Owen back. Gotcha. That's the most you could have, could have ever seen out of Owen Hart. Uh, when he fell in 1999, he was destined to be a mid-card of the rest of his career. At least with the WWE. Patrick, thank you for the, uh, you know? for the little uh, bits. I appreciate that. Um, here's another one. What if... <sighs> Fans are loving this, by the way. Yeah. Good job, guys. Look at this. What if RVD never got pulled over by with Sabu? That's from Roy. I don't Ooh. see much difference there. I don't see much Doesn't difference. Matter. And knowing both of them, nothing right. would have changed, man. RVD is RVD, and Sabu is Sabu. They're going to do what they want to do. I mean, there's, there's what if gonna, what if know. Triple H won the King of the Ring in '96 instead of Austin? 
and we don't get the famous 316 yeah. says, I just whipped Austin your ass. Is, you know, Austin. Very interesting. I'm not sure. I guess, I guess that means that Austin, uh, you know, if we're not changing how Austin thinks, uh, at some point Austin gets to rattle that line off in the next few weeks. Or, he just, uh, you know, he I'm just, not sure. He's just a stone-cold character that eventually gets over and he gets in a feud with right. Bret Hart. Right. And that stays the same. I, right. I kind of, I got to agree that's with an that. Interesting, that's an interesting question, though. I mean, like, how about this one? What if Viscera doesn't win 1995's King of the Ring? That's true. Does 96 even, you know, take off for Nitro the way, you know, it really This is did. something I didn't know. McMahon offered uh, Harley to mm-hmm. back out of Starcade $250,000 and bring the NWA belt to the WWE. Interesting. Very interesting. You know, a lot of credit to Harley Race that he would turn down that kind of money. Yep. I mean, Harley you know. Harley Race was a man's man. Everybody knows it. A couple Harley of questions about Bruiser Brody. Okay. What if he's not murdered? If he is not murdered. Sky's the limit because you and I talked about this too. We would have salivated for a Hogan Brody. Remember? We've talked about this. Could have been good. I would have loved to have seen Hogan Brody. Patrick's got a good one. What if Shane McMahon married the Fabulous Moolah? Ugliest kids ever. I don't think they would have kids. Stinger says, (laughs) what if Triple H never married Stephanie? He'd be in AW right and now. And I'd be living in the in the mansion with Steph. Look at you. I, I'd be comfortable. All right, guys, we'll be right back <laughs> with Head to Head, where we're going to put up the Brain Busters. Yeah. Tully Blanchard. Yeah. Arn Anderson. Okay. Two, one half of the Four Horsemen. That's right. Against one of your favorites. Why are you doing that? F. That's not right. TR. We'll be right back after uh, this commercial. Fuck the revival. <laughs> Do you treat your dog as part of the family? (laughs) Well, so do we. So why not celebrate your pup's birthday with the ultimate party box? Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Party Pup Info, and let us make your pup's party or any celebration perfection. You want to star in your own success? Call QuickCast, www.quickcast.com. 8667-CAST-NOW. That's 8667-CAST-NOW. Quick cast. Start your own success. Wrestling fans, now you too can look as cool as Monty and the Pharaoh by wearing the official Monty and the Pharaoh sunglasses at night for $8.99 each. That's only $8.99 each. Now available at montyandthepharaoh.com. <laughs> oh, what's up, Mike? Hey, Jimmy, what's going on? Yeah, nothing much. You know, Jimmy, I love this country. Oh. I love to buy Made in America material. And I love to buy my artwork at TAG, T-A-A-G, Made in America, 14 East Broadway, Port Jefferson, New York, 11717, the shop at the corner. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast, Monty Nefaro. want to thank you all for joining us on this wonderful Thursday, and here we go. Of course, I forgot to do the video again, so Nefaro is going to handle it. Uh, we have head-to-head the Brain Busters versus FTR. And for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching at home, ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! I do. That was pretty good. Um, I try. I, I, All I, right. I might do that move more 
Maybe I'll just make a video of you doing of it. Of me was, doing yeah, that? Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. All right, let's get to the categories. Right. Jared, get ready for those beautiful place cards. Category number one is we take our two opponents and we go through five subjects and see at the end who's better head-to-head. -head. Category one, Mike Skills. Talk to me. Please talk to me. Be interesting. Don't put me to sleep. Oh, you're doing it again. You get the gist, folks. Can you talk to me and keep me awake? Although lately it's been hard. Uh, category number two, I see Matt Skills, all right? We are not talking Gilberg, our good buddy Gilberg. We are not talking Goldberg, our soon-to-be, hopefully, good buddy Goldberg when he comes on the show someday. Yes, absolutely. Okay? We're talking Bret Hart. We're talking... By the uh, way, say Luce says you're crushing it. Uh, thank you, Luce. Thank you. We're, we're talking Matt Technicians. Give me some Kurt Angle. Shit, give me some Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, I said it. I like Dolph Ziggler. That guy can wrestle. All right, that's uh, Matt Skills. Uh, category number three... Do you have the it factor, or are you just the shit factor? I want to know when I look at you that you've got something that's going to keep my hand from changing the channel to Laverne and Shirley reruns. Mm. You know, keep me going here. Don't make me flash back to the 70s and the 80s. I want to see, I want to see what you got. Do you have the it factor? Category number four, my favorite. By the way, Jared, you're doing a splendid job of giving me a tip here. I really appreciate it. Thanks for the heads up. Category number four, my personal favorite, it's the back of the baseball card. Yep, I could sit there for ages and just look at all those wonderful, pretty little belts you've won. Can we say belts? Or are they saying, what are they calling them now, titles, championships? I think you could say belts. I think you could say belts because you could say wrestling again on Monday Night yeah. Raw. All right. How many belts By have the you way, won? I always love the back of the baseball card where I you see it. Tony Atlas and you got our friend Andrew Anderson on there. Andrew Anderson has a baseball card? That's what he got him right here. Wow. Go ahead. Very interesting. All right. So that's the back of the baseball card. We get on to the final and uh, fifth category, your impact on the industry. And I always say it. Are you Terry fucking Malaya? Are you, are you the hoaxer? Are you Andre? You know? Or are you Mustafa Ali, who likes to just keep complaining and stuff? I, I had to. Ali annoys me. But uh, I do think he's talented. I kind of like Ali. Do you now? You like him now? All right, so. Wait a minute. Go on. Real quick, Big yeah. Boss Fetty has a good one. What if Pat Patterson was never in the WWE? Uh, there's a lot of safe bungholes. <laughs> what? Now, the reality of it. That's not WWE good. WWE would be in a lot of trouble. That's a big shitter. Yeah, we'd have. We no, wouldn't even have the Royal Rumble. No, we wouldn't have the Royal Rumble. No. What if Chris Jericho is not allowed to give the money in the bank idea to Vince? What if go. he shoots it down? Shoots it down. You know, there's Huge. a lot of what ifs. All right, so this is a tough one. I this think this is, is a yeah. little tougher than this you think. This is think. interesting. We've this got Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson yep. against FTR. Yep. All right. Yep. Two excellent tag teams, very uh, similar in some ways, but that's, you know, by design. All right. FTR. Mike Skills. I'm giving it to Arn Anderson alone, but Tully can talk too. I'm giving it to the Brain Busters. I am. Yeah, I am. And, and that doesn't mean that, that uh, Dash and, uh, you know, which one Thorson, which one Dash. Right. doesn't mean that they That's can't That's funny talk. you say that. I yeah. think the same thing. I don't know yeah. which, which one. Which one's Thorson, which one's Dash. Dash is the ball guy, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cash Wheeler. I'm sorry. Uh, whatever their names are at this point. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're good on the mic. They do fine. Uh, especially, like you said, the bald guy. But don't you but, think uh, they were better than Anderson? And, and, no, uh, because and on Anderson Blanchard? can fucking go, man. On Anderson doesn't get enough credit. On Anderson can talk. 
Arn Anderson always deli- who delivered. If it wasn't Flair talking, who was delivering Killer so Pro? Why do you think, they, is a why great do you think they gave Tully was a damn Why good did they talker. give the Brain Busters Bobby Heenan then if they were such great talkers? I don't have any idea. I, uh, You know what? I don't think they needed Bobby Heenan. I think that this was part of the package that Vince presented. I mean, and I have no issue with that because Bobby Heenan is, is flipping great. But if you go back and you watch old. You know, uh, you know, promos from Arn or or Tully. These fuckers can talk. Sorry, you know. I feel like Arn's underrated as a talker. Arn talked just fine. RJ says you're, he agrees with you. Yeah. Arn was great on the mic. He All right, was. so you're going with the Brain Busters. I am. I am. I'm going to go with the Brain Busters, too. Yeah, man. I, I'm going, yeah. And I'm going with the Brain Busters as the four horsemen, right? Of course. Uh, the WWE, their mic skills were limited, right? Yeah. They didn't do a lot of speaking. Yeah, but at the end of the day, they still held the belts, and they had Bobby with them. Was, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, that's the Brain Busters. All right, next up. Was it Matt Skills? Yep. This is rough. Okay, because I know how great Tully and Arn are. I also know how currently great in the ring FTR is. This is hard for me, so I'm going to ask you to vote first while I Wait, continue. real quick. Big Boss Fetty has yeah. a good what. What, what if Hannibal never got Hep C? Career still suck. What's the difference? Does he not getting into YouTube? Is he not getting into YouTube? Yeah. I never thought about that. Right? Because I guess now he's trying to be a wrestler that. and, you yeah. know, maybe yeah. the WWE signs him to Dude, a the guy Florida was the thing. guy was destined to sit in his room and talk. All right. That's what I think. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So, Matt Sorry. Skills, I'm going to go with FTR. Yeah, I got to agree. That one hurts. I got to agree. I'm glad you said it's it. Close. It's close. Yeah, it is close. It's, it's close. Very, but you can't discard what FTR does in the ring. They are just fucking fabulous. And Agreed. I am a, I am a big fan of theirs, believe it or not. But uh, but not as much recently, but I still enjoy them. Okay. Uh, what do we got next? You want to go with it factor? Let's go with back of the baseball. You want to go with back of the baseball card? Well, here's a, here's bad news. FTR wins this. See, I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to go with the Brain Busters. You, you, you can't. I, you, because I mean, you can't. I don't think the AAA belts. No, I don't I'm not think. Including that, but I'm not I don't think their their uh, their Ring of Honor belt doesn't I match I the Horsemen's I multiple NWA titles yeah. and WWE so keep titles. Keep in mind, just to just to break it down, the Brain Busters were. Let me really clear this because right. I wanted to look when I saw you had this. I wanted to make sure about the back of the baseball right. card, at least coming from how I judge it. Mm-hmm. So I went and I took a look. Uh, the Brain Busters were only two-time NWA Mid-Atlantic Tag Team Champions. FTR is a three-time WWE Champion, multiple-time AEW, New Japan. You know, just a lot of shit. A lot of shit. Now, the Brain Brothers did win the WWE Tag Team titles. They won it once. And uh, at the end of the day, just to be technical, I have to give it to them. I have to. I feel that they've done enough at this point that they have a better back of the baseball card. Do I think that they're better? We're not done with this competition yet. Okay, so hold on. They were the NWA World Tag Team Champion Mid Atlantic version, mm-hmm. but that still was the of NWA it World is. Tag Team title. I understand that, but okay, I understand that. Um, but how about being a WWE Champion today? How much ground are you covering? All right, so you're covering okay. the world. Now that you you're know? bringing this up, we're going yeah. back at a baseball card. Yeah. I'm looking at them. Mm-hmm. I thought they had maybe um, as tag team. I thought maybe they but had. But there was like, a lot more. 
There was other tag. I'm like as they surprised had as you like are, Georgia my friend. Championship. Exactly. So I'm going to change it. It's going to FDR. I, I'm as, as surprised as you are. Okay. That's exactly what Fair I did enough. to take a look at that. When I saw that, I said, yeah, got to give it to FDR. Fair enough. So, by the way, FDR is now up two to one. Right. Okay. Uh, what do we got now? You want to go with it factor? Because I'm giving this to the brain buster. By the way, Total Disaster says, guys, please, this is not a college lecture. lecture. Can you use less fancy words so us average Joes can follow along? Uh, I will try thoroughly to uh, help help you out with that. If and make this more of an enlightening no. conversation. Well, I'm sorry, man. You might want to, you know, drink a little more. You might find this more entertaining. Have another shot. Maria Davis says, Jungle Boy, how far will he go? He'll go as far as that Christian feud will go. And right. And he will fall into the abyss. And I love Jungle Boy. Right. Right. All right, right. So what do we got now? Let's go with it factor. I'm going with the Brain Busters. Absolutely. Yep. yep. Proven point. FTR yep. couldn't sell a fucking T-shirt in the WWE. <laughs> yes. Uh they're supposed to be your greatest tag team in right, AEW, and they right. don't even have the tag team titles. They don't have half the flair that the Young Bucks do. Right, you know? so I, 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 I agree with you 100%. I understand. Uh, impact on the industry. Are you, are you kidding me? Okay, there's a reason why the Revival patterned themselves the way they did as a team, and it's because the influence on the industry goes to their heroes, the Brain Busters. I'm going to agree. Brain so Busters win this. They win this. Three to two. As they, and it was close, like you said, and that's an excellent matchup, Mike. Great job picking uh, that one. I thought, yeah. Excellent. I, excellent. Will, I will say that the Brain Busters, we call them Brain Busters because we're the WWE right. guys. Uh, obviously, right. they didn't have the greatest career in the WWE. No. Um, no. I still thought they were good, though. They were great. There was no scrubbing deal going on they here. They were great. They were great. They were they great. Were great. All right, Anderson, man. man. So I want to thank everybody for joining us tonight. I hope you Good. enjoyed the show. Yeah. Um, you know, next week we'll be on, and uh, you know, I'll have a few announcements as far as I'll go. And maybe I'll just tell a few people out there now, right now. So I'm going to have to go for surgery in the next couple of weeks. Um, so I'm wishing you guys give me some prayers out there. Um, it was an expected surgery somewhere along the line, but now the time has come. So you know. Uh, we're going to get to that, and uh, I just wish for your prayers out there, and hopefully I get a speedy recovery and get back to, you know, enjoying Thursdays with you guys. Um, you guys and your high-class clothes. <laughs> this is Leo Namelli. These two spend more in their wardrobe than paid for my house. Oh, my God. Uh, wow, your house must be cheap as shit, right? <laughs> A mess says, if The Undertaker rock. went head-to-head -head with The Rock, who's your pick? If The under What? Yeah. Oh, head-to-head? -head? No, 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 no. That's not how this works. We'll have to do it someday. Yeah, we'll have to do it that But that's a, that's a great one. Anyway, thanks that's for joining one. us. We'll see you next Thursday. Farrow? You've been watching Monty and the Farrow. And until next week, later. <laughs>